You're listening to a 95 BFM podcast. And right now we're about to talk about a very cool project directed by Alan Gilbert called Mary Mary. This is a short film for part of the new season of Someday Stories. Kia ora, Ella. How are you this morning? Kia ora. I'm great, thanks. How are you going? Good. Uh, congratulations yeah. on coming to the end of, of what's been a very personal uh, directorial mission for you. Mary Mary is the, is the, is the uh, film that you've created and... I wonder if you could tell us a little bit about the plot of it and then maybe about who this was inspired by. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I love that you put it as a mission. It's definitely been that. <laughs> um, yeah, so on the mission, really, the film the film's about a, a young woman, Mary, who gets pregnant out of wedlock. And um, it's 1963, Aotearoa. So really at that time, it was one of the worst possible things that could happen to a woman. So mm. what happens in the film is she gets, she realises she's pregnant and then basically has to deal with the consequences of being in that situation at that time. Um, and that's what the film really interrogates, the kind of huge societal pressure, familial pressure um, on a person in that situation at that time. Um, and the, the, pers- the character is inspired by... Um, my own grandmother, Annetta Gilbert, who um, got pregnant out of wedlock in 1963, Aotearoa, and um, had a really, really hard time. And she'd always sort of told me about her, about the story. Mm. Um, and I always, I always ask my grandmother a lot of questions, and she answers all of them. <laughs> and so I thought, this is this story is so special, and. Um, think we need to document it so I ended up going to her home in Raglan um, just after it was after one of the big lockdowns maybe the <laughs> 2021 one yeah <laughs> um, and yeah and we chatted for, for two days I interviewed her and she just um, divulged whole other elements of the story I'd never heard and um, and they're kind of hard to believe and they're in there, you know, because sometimes real life is more unbelievable than yeah. what I could have ever come up with. Yeah. I think it's pretty amazing that you could have those frank conversations with your grandmother because, uh, I mean, a topic like this is, is shrouded in stigma and it's hard for, for people to talk about it, even with the passage of time. So that must have been quite a special experience to be able to, I guess, collaborate with your grandmother on this in a sense. Oh, it was so special and it, it really did feel like a collaboration as well because. Obviously, like, I prepared some questions, but really she brought herself to it. And there was things I asked her, you know, like, how did it feel at that time? And she was 18, and and now, you know, she's a lot older than that, and she was going, oh, okay. And she really was harking back to those feelings of that time because I thought it's so important for us in the movie. I really wanted the audience to be able to uh, make sure it was Mary's world we were feeling. Yeah. And, um, yeah, she had all these beautiful words for her, for how it was. But basically, she said she felt like the only one in the world mm. who, was, who had made that mistake, who was in that situation. She was so isolated. The, the world at that time was so restrictive and small. Um, and, and then she had to go about trying to figure out how to deal with the whole situation. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it was, it was a real gift and I would highly recommend 
sit down with your grandparents if you still have them and and talk to them because it's so rich and yeah, beautiful. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. How was the process for you for then taking what you'd talked to uh, your own grandmother about and, and turning it into a you know a, a story inspired by that, but also a story in its own right of of another character of this woman Mary who you've uh, you know created from your grandmother's story, but who isn't your grandmother necessarily? Mm. How how did you sort of manage that process of taking real life and turning it into um, a narrative? Yeah, that was a, it was a very new process for me, so I asked for a lot of help. Nice. <laughs> and, a lot, and a lot of guidance. And um, But first and foremost, I, I asked my grandma. As I started writing, I realized I was going to have to diverge in places from her story to, to tell a story. A short film form is a yep. very specific thing, you know. So I, I asked for her permission on that, and she was totally up for it and was just like, whatever whatever covers you know the experience for a woman best in that time mm. you know um please go for it so i had her blessing there but really i had this amazing support from um one of my producers emma who was uh, uh, mortimer who was part of the, that process and she would sort of read a draft and give me some notes and guide me to the next um stage but also i just ended up doing heaps of self-funded self-initiated um solo writing retreats nice (laughs) and um and i got pretty bold um i i ended up calling this wonderful woman at lavender creek farm and asking her uh, telling her the story telling her the mission and asking if i could please for free come and write at her place for a couple of days um, and she and she said yes. Oh, that's so but awesome! There's all these, you know, beautiful sort of openings and support from people um, along the way that were just so generous and up for being a part of the the mm. story being made. Yeah. Now, obviously, there is a very real parallel to the world we exist in now. You know. Um, mm autonomy over over bodies has never not been a significant conversation uh, particularly for women for queer folks and for people who've had you know their their personhood marginalized uh, in some way or another and obviously the Roe versus Wade context in America has been a really massive one uh, what did it feel like I guess to be working on this story while sort of seeing this stuff unfold in, in real time around you gosh honestly it was it was quite confronting um it was really Roe vs Wade was kicking off on a on a kind of level, um, I guess, in the media. You know, it's been happening for a long time, yeah. but it was really in the media just before we were shooting the film. And I just, yeah, it it was confronting in a sense, but also I just thought, wow, right, here we are, this um, this sort of mirroring of like how far have we come, mm. you know? And I think. It was really grounding having my grandma nearby. She came for the. She came on set on the last day, and she did a little speech at the wrap. And she just said that, as she's been telling some of her friends about um, the film being made, she's had friends come forward to her who've had basically the same or very similar experiences around this shame body. You know, all this monitoring and um, yeah, laws on yeah. people's bodies and so that was um yeah it was just humbling to like be close to a, to that in real life like the real life feeling making a story of it and having it surrounding us and just kind of like respecting that grappling with it 
still yeah. grappling with it, really. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, it's a beautiful, a really beautiful film. So congratulations, Ella, on it. Everyone can watch it from Monday, the 29th of August. That's just a few days away now. And it's the first of this new season of Someday Stories to be released. Uh, it's going to be up on RNZ for Kata Māori and Play Stuff as well. So lots of places to go and check it out. Thank you so much, Ella Gilbert, for speaking with us about Mary Mary today. And uh, congrats again on the project. Thanks so much. Looking forward to sharing it with everyone. That was a 95BFM podcast. Support 95BFM with a B-card. Go to 95BFM.com slash sign up.